welcome to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the, the demands of everyday life. I'm your host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. And today we're talking about the excuses we catch ourselves in that are ultimately sabotaging our success and how you can actively become aware of and overcome your excuses. So recently we took to Instagram and we just had kind of posed the question about what are your reasons for not getting shit done. So what do you often allow yourself to believe to be a reason not to get your shit done? And for me personally, I said my biggest, my biggest excuse is being tired. And I had said that most of the time it's accurate, but when I go to rest, I end up on my phone or watching a few shows on TV or staying up just as late and I don't recover and it becomes a cycle. But if I really dig deep, if I really become vulnerable and think of the reason the tiredness gets to me or the excuses come you know if I really open up it's my fear of failure or my fear of judgment or my fear of imperfection just being afraid to be vulnerable and just to be who I am or step into that role based on the excuses um, and based on my fear of what other people might say so um, recently I've been in a position where I've been filming this podcast and I've had some um, conflict, I guess would be the word, with like work mm-hmm. and just some people kind of stepping into that and saying like, I'm not doing my job there and I'm, you know, I'm not giving 100% in one aspect of my life, but I'm doing it in others or I'm giving more here, not there or whatever. And it's really affected me because I've, I just find it so interesting that when I've put things out there and I've been vulnerable and I've tried to be successful and and, you know propel myself forward that that is literally when I get the most criticism and the most um feedback and the most um pushback I guess would be yeah making me not want to continue to do it you know Mm -hmm. and that becomes a reason why like and then I make those excuses because I'm I'm afraid to continue to move forward but as we both know like the time Time, time goes on regardless. So whether we choose to stay stagnant and do nothing or we choose to keep pushing forward, time goes on, mm-hmm. right? And that's the biggest thing. And I just, I'm just, sorry, I'm, I just listened to Brene Brown, her, one of her um, episodes on Netflix, but I'm totally in, obsessed with her and I've read her books and I've YouTubed her and all that stuff. And she's just resonating with, resonating with me right now. Sorry, guys. And um, yeah, I just really... You know, my excuses just come from that fear, from, like, that deep sense of not being enough. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is for me. Um, but what about you? I have to say, like, mine's, mine really is the same. It's similar. Um, fear of failure is a really big one. And I think that it's so funny because lately I've been hearing a lot about, like, the fear of... People actually have, like, fear of success and mm. and often actually identify it as a fear of failure and I think I have a little bit of a combination of both so I think I fear failure because of the judgment aspect of it right I fear people seeing me fail Mm. I can deal with failing at something like if I kept it to myself because then there's nobody no one's eyes on me no Um, accountability no accountability and I could just dust myself off and try again or just quit and no one would know either Mm. way so whichever whichever path I decided to take there's no eyes on me that are judging me um but when I know that if I attempt something especially if I attempt something publicly and I fail at it the definition of failure I mean it's going to be different for everybody but if I don't do how I want to at whatever it is that I'm doing I feel like all eyes are on me and I feel this like suffocating um pressure to like overcompensate to um in in another attempt or in something else and I think that like I like what you said before about how um people were criticizing you when you you're actually putting yourself out there uh, trying to propel yourself forward and there's another quote that I really like that um you'll never be criticized by someone who is doing more than you only Mm. by people who are doing less amen sister yes yes I think it's so relevant. Like, I think it's just so, so true. The people who have put themselves out there, who have worked their asses off, who have gotten vulnerable and put themselves in those uncomfortable situations and who have worked towards their own goals are never going to be the people who are criticizing you. Mm -hmm. It is always going to be the people who are either still too stuck in their own excuses or have 
just ha- have not even built that um, that portion of themselves yet who knows what they want to do. Right. And it comes from a place of like insecurity and lack in themselves. And I truly think that they just kind of, um, they put that on you, right? And so that's where that judgment comes from. And that has been one thing that actually really helps me kind of conquer that um, fear of judgment. I think that it's a really hard one to get over. But every once in a while when someone does give me a hard time or a question um, what I'm doing, I just remind myself that that's, that's just a reflection of themselves and not actually of me. Um, but yeah, I absolutely, the fear of failure, the fear of judgment, the fear of imperfection is not so much a big one for me because I've always kind of just been, um, a fly by the seat of my pants type of person and fix the mistakes later. That's an Enneagram two in me apparently, which Mm. I've learned. Um, as well as I'm like studying, learning human design right now too. I'm a manifesting generator. Yeah. And that's a common thing. Is Chelsea that... got me hooked on this. One, <laughs> She's, everybody Google it because you're going to want to know. If you've never heard of human design, it's really, really interesting. But apparently the type that I am, the human design type that I am, the manifesting generator, that's what we do is it's our, um, our design is to, um, basically find a shortcut to mastery of something and that often involves us doing things really really quickly and then figuring out what we did wrong after the fact versus actually trying to do it right the first time and I that resonates so much with me so the fear of imperfection isn't a really big one but the fear of judgment um, and the fear fear of publicly failing Mm. absolutely is one for me and that comes in every aspect like it can come to my business it can be about uh, my relationship it can be in regards to my health and my fitness, like absolutely anything. If I have a goal, I also really, really need outside accountability. That's just the type of person that I am. I work better on um, under outside accountability. So it takes a lot for me to build up that courage to actually tell someone I'm working on something mm. because now I know, they know that this is what I'm trying to do. So it motivates me, but it also creates a lot of fear within right. me. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm also the manifesting generator. Is that yeah. Still cre- yeah, okay. So I'm the same but different. So it's really interesting because we have different, um, when that breaks down, It's um, there's another level to that and we're different in that aspect. So it kind of like separates us. But similar but different and that's because I also um, create things and then we'll come back to it later. I don't care about the perfection in some aspects, but I also do in others. So um we were talking about this earlier and for me like Instagram like I'm very critical on my posting right now because I want to make sure it's like impactful and has meaning but then if I am accountable to someone like um previously I was um had a sponsorship with a kind of a bodybuilding company and because I knew I needed to post daily and like that was a goal for me so it was like like do now think later yeah so I would just post because I'm like this is my goal I gotta get there so I gotta post and I gotta tag and I gotta whatever and I gotta do this and then and then I got that sponsorship and I was like okay now I gotta post for them every day so I gotta just like create something so that it just had to be done Mm -hmm. and so that was my motivation but now I'm like I need to think about I need to be impactful and like I want to post every day but I don't really have that like reason to to do so Mm. so I end up overthinking overanalyzing and then having those fears come into play and then the fears lead to excuses and I'm like oh well I could just wait till tomorrow but my goal is to literally post in my personal page every day Mm -hmm. doesn't obviously happen and I make excuses for it but mostly it's because I keep critiquing what I want to say or I overanalyze and I think that what my words are or my opinions or my um rationale or my reasons or my whatever's going to come out there isn't enough Mm -hmm. or isn't good enough and I think it's so funny and I like want to just like slap myself because even through this podcast we're on episode this will be episode seven everyone that that you're listening uh now and I've well myself and Chelsea um we've just had so many people reach out to us about how our being vulnerable has led so many else to like their realization that they're not alone Mm -hmm. and Yet here I am still critiquing what I'm writing in a fucking post because yeah. I'm like, I don't know, like, I want to make sure and this and that or whatever. And it's the worst. And we all do it. 
Yeah, and it's okay, right? Like, it's okay to do that and know that you're not alone. Like, we're all sitting here being like, I want to do this, but, Mm -hmm. and I want to do this, but, and I want to do this, but, you know, and then, oh, here comes the excuses, X, Y, Z, Mm -hmm. you know, my kids, my time, my, you know, my performance, or I don't feel the greatest or whatever it is, like, it's all there Mm -hmm. and you're not the only person. And I guess it's just finding that reason why you need to push yourself past that point, right? Yeah. To sit in that vulnerability, to be uncomfortable because that's what it is, like, we're not comfortable sitting here talking to you about this stuff. Like, yes, we are. I know what we're still doing it from a comfortable space. And I guess that's another thing too, right? We're not standing on stage and find 500 people right now. We're hiding in my closet. Yeah. We're hiding in Chelsea's <laughs> closet because we need good sound. And the car is like, it's too cold done with because it's like way too cold and there's snow and then puddles and whatever. But that's another thing too, right? Like we're still in a space of being comfortable. Yeah. And, wanting to reach your goals is stepping out into uncomfortability like being uncomfortable in situations and I remember talking to Tyler before we started this and being like I'm gonna talk about things you might not like yeah you know I might reach out or dig deep or talk about things that you might not even know you know because and it's not because I've hidden it from him because I just haven't told him because I a I'm insecure b I don't want to be vulnerable sometimes because we want to feel loved we want to make sure that you know, we're supported. And one for me is like feeling insecure. And in my relationship is like a huge one for me. And that's a huge vulnerability. It's really hard for me to get over. Yeah. I think before, ooh, gee, we're almost like sidetracking now. But even if I think about, you know, with Tyler, like before Tyler, like before my husband, I could probably count on both hands how many times I've cried in, someone, in front of someone else. Mm-hmm. Because like I couldn't share that vulnerability because that was too close like that was too much I could not let anyone else see me anything less than being strong yeah and I think that like working on a goal so setting a goal for yourself and having that possibility of failing or of judgment and all that stuff that is putting yourself in that really really uncomfortable situation and not wanting people necessarily to see to see that Mm -hmm. like I know for myself like even I'm sure, like, you can resonate with this. We'll we'll kind of talk about our own experiences. And, like, you were talking about the all or nothing, right? Um, and so, for me, when it comes to my physical appearance, um, I was really focused on that for a really long time. So, like, with my health and my fitness, when I would create a goal around that, it was an emo- emotional roller coaster because it wasn't, it wasn't just about my health, right? It was about the way that I looked and it was about how other people saw me and... I struggled a lot with a lot of things and when it came even time like there was times where I got a personal trainer and um you know for them to be able to help me the best that they can they really need to know like the root of everything even with my nutrition Mm -hmm. and I would lie or like kind of keep things like hold things back like whether um like I'm an emotional eater so that was something like I really struggled with so if I were if I would have opened up to a trainer or who I was working with at the time that this is something I struggle with, they probably would have been able to provide me like with some sort of solution. But I was really afraid of like putting myself out there to someone else and them kind of knowing like my imperfection and Mm -hmm. seeing my raw emotion and all of that stuff and seeing me as more than just like what I wanted them to see me as. And I think that that's a really scary thing is like you said, I haven't like people have seen me cry like, about silly things like boys at the bar when I'm drunk. Like, stuff oh, like now that. I cry all the time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I have kids and every, everything makes me cry. Like yeah. even I was like cooking supper one day for Tyler while you're as pregnant with Olivia, and I like burn eggs. I'm like these are so horrible. These eggs are burnt. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like and then I said possible because I was pregnant, so like treading on water. But I would like, and now I just cry. Like yeah. because anything like, and it's because I feel safe. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like. I, cry, I like I'm like yeah I'll probably chalk it up to some hormones like post pregnancy like Asher's only a year and a bit but also at the same time like I posted about this on my personal page not that long ago but like Tyler makes me feel safe mm-hmm. like he is the reason I've be able I've been able to become so vulnerable mm-hmm. like I was at a point with my nutrition after competing and all that and at one point you know I didn't want to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, like, sorry guys, I didn't know why I was here, and, mm-hmm. um, 
it came down thanks it came down to like critiquing literally like i was eating bowl of cereal i was like this is fucking bullshit like i like this is horrible like this one bowl of cereal is gonna make me like less than mm-hmm. and uh he's like eat it <laughs> you know it's like i don't care and fucking eat the cereal it's <laughs> like i will and this is like one of those moments when we talk about looking back now about um that just built up to like why i wanted to spend my life with him and he was just like this bowl of cereal or the next bowl of cereal or like 80 bowls of cereal will not change my view on who you are or will mm-hmm. not change how I feel about you you know and just like especially coming from that world where um you're critiqued on looks yeah like I was literally, literally on judged. stage literally judged for my appearance and uh yeah it was it was difficult like and you know just that vulnerability like it was almost harder I think it's the thing stepping into that role and why I got depression and anxiety because um surface level it was easier to be judged on appearance and looks than it was to be judged on like anything like interpersonally right like it's yeah you know I you can list excuses for why you don't look a certain way but when you show up like as who you are as like as you there's so much more risk in that because they're now critiquing like it's you it's not like an excuse it's not like um anything else it's just you and you're being vulnerable right and um one of the things we had touched on is we talked about a lot is we love both of us love Brene Brown and she says if you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked I'm not interested in your feedback Uh and I think that's something we need to remember because a lot of the time we're letting other people provide their opinion when they're not there fighting the same battle yeah absolutely yeah and I think even like kind of going off of that how you're talking about Tyler being a safe space for you and like being a support is that when you are when you set yourself a goal no matter what it is like we're talking about some heavy stuff right now yeah but it could be anything like whether All we talked about originally, sorry, was like going to be like excuses. <laughs> <laughs> we got real, but it's real life. Um, but yeah, like it, it, no matter what your goal is, if your goal is a career goal or if your goal is to have a healthier relationship with your partner or you're with yourself or with food or um, your kids, your kids, like whatever your goal is, you really need to um, like align yourself, find yourself that safe person Mm. or safe people like align yourself with people that are going to be your hype people and And it may not always be your spouse like I'm not saying that it will be like sometimes it takes time for those closest to you to recognize that you're you've changed yeah and you need that outside support yeah actually that is a that is a great thing I like that you say that that it's not always your spouse because a lot of people use that as an excuse Mm. not to do shit that they want to do is that their spouse doesn't understand or their spouse doesn't support them. That was something that nearly, nearly stopped me from pursuing my um, coaching business was that Rick just didn't understand it. And so I felt judgment from him and I didn't feel support from him. And then if anybody asked me why I wasn't doing things, I would just say, you know, like he doesn't support me. So, or he doesn't understand. So it's hard to really get things done and explain things to him and do mm. things like, especially when it comes to if, if there's any sort of need for financial or time right. commitment, yes. financial, especially right. Yeah. Um, that if you're, if your spouse doesn't, or even your parents, like if you're not married or you don't have a significant other and your parents don't understand your goal, people yeah. will let that be their excuse not to do something 100%. because they just don't have that support. So like like Brittany said, it may not always be your spouse who supports you and understands you and is your safe place or your safe person in regards to that goal or it might not be your parents or it might not be your best friend who you thought was going to be mm. the person who's there for you. Preach. But there are other people out there who you can connect with who will understand you, who will support you and who will remind you of why you had this goal in the first place mm-hmm. and to get you on your way like yeah and the goals being like when you like set a goal you're going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and sometimes to get to that goal it means cutting people out of your life your life i don't know if i said life i do that all the time <laughs> your life life you're cutting people out of your life who just aren't on that same path right yeah. so sometimes that might be like toxic friends 
you know, relationships that just aren't serving where you're wanting to go, right? So Mm -hmm. making sure that you're focused on your end point and also, like, seeing who's in your corner and seeing Mm -hmm. who's going to be with you through all of it, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a girlfriend, um, my best, one of my best friends, actually, probably my best friend. I should say not one of, but my best friend Mm -hmm. because she'll probably be like offended <laughs> not actually but just like jokingly she'll send me a message and be like oh fuck you like i know you're saying this blah blah blah. like what do you mean who else is your best friend like it's me bitch um holla at you girl no i'm just kidding uh we say chicky so she knows who it is but um she had competed before me and she's like don't do it don't do it don't do it i'm telling you right now don't do it i'm like i got a goal there it is i'm competing and um my first competition actually came from I, I honestly if i really think about it both competitions came from insecurity and my sister competed later um i'm not gonna say which one um i don't want to call her out but it is what it is and she also came from the same point but it was from a point of insecurity it was mm-hmm. never coming from a point where it's like mentally boom you're on point physically boom you're on point security wise like you're feeling safe you're not vulnerable whatever no you're always insecure you always had body image issues you always came from this place where it's like you wanted to be better do better look better um that's why we got into competing or you or you felt like people didn't think you could do it so you had something to prove yes Mm -hmm. yes a lot of resentment can happen when when you do that so with her she was like I disagree with what you're doing, mm-hmm. but I'll support you, mm-hmm. you know? And she's been, oh my God, how long have we been friends for? Graduated in 2009, so 15 years in 2020. That's crazy. We'll have been friends. Um, best friends, sorry. They say after seven <laughs> years, you're stuck with that person for life. Right? <laughs> and no, it's true because like we've had fights, we've, it's thick and thin, right? And we can call each other out now on our shit and still be good right yeah. or not talk and be good whatever like you know what i mean that's like a person who if you're being vulnerable or if you aren't doing the right thing they'll call you out which yeah. i think is super important that. yeah um but she w- was at least on board with it but there's other people who weren't yeah and like they got cut and i think that's so important to make sure like if you have a goal in mind um you need to make sure that the people that you surround yourself with like we said this before and we've talked about some other episodes you are the five people you hang around with right the, mm-hmm. the five closest people so you need to make sure those people are aligned with your goals yeah if those people are going out to the bars if they're going like just like hanging out if they're watching tv if they're spending money that you're trying to save to like put into something else those are not your people mm-hmm. you need to align yourself with the people you're looking for that are wanting the same things they're wanting to be successful they're wanting to you know push themselves forward not stay stagnant aka chelsea (laughs) that's why we connected though because we're both on that same path we're both looking for the same thing we want those goals and they may the goals may not be the exact same but they're similar enough that you keep the same path Mm -hmm. right and like kind of going to off off of what you're saying there like i have some people in my life who you know have completely got the cut just because the type of person they are doesn't align with the type of person that i want to be but then i also have friendships and relationships where when i'm working on a specific thing it's not that this person's cut out of my life but i do tend to share a little bit less about my goals with certain people because they may not um support or have that understanding and i just know that um, I don't want to give them fuel to like try and talk me or convince me out of something or like question me. So I love them. Um, and you know, when, when I'm actually like in the ring and I'm, I'm doing the things, you know, I'll open up about it. But before that, like when I'm at like that beginning phase of this goal, there are some people I hold off sharing that with just because right. I know that they may not necessarily, um, Maybe, maybe they'll try and talk me out of it and maybe it'll create some anger or some resentment or maybe it'll actually create some insecurity that causes me not to move forward. Uh-huh. So I think, like, depending on what the situation is, too, you'll get a really good feel of whether or not this person is just not your person or if this person just maybe doesn't get what you're doing right. but can kind of, like, you know, take a back seat for now until you crush your goal and you check that off or whatever the case is. So uh-huh. I think it really depends on what the ultimate goal is, whether it's short-term, long-term, overall lifestyle things like that so yeah and then there's those people who will 
like pull the goal out of you like yeah. with my husband like he's very entrepreneurial and that's something I'd always thought about but like never really went into because I have a family who um for the most part is just like you know they're in a job where there's security so the risk was just not something I looked at or it wasn't it wasn't worth it for me at that point and um sorry I'm just thinking about past relationships uh going through like a mental decluttering yeah exactly (laughs) and um you know in being in relationships where um I was told like my job was just like average or um wasn't good enough or like wouldn't amount to anything you know and when I'm when I was with Tyler and we first started chatting about this he just really got me motivated Mm -hmm. and you pulled that out of me like that my spirit it was always always there like I always had that goal it was always inside of me but it was like I was too afraid to like speak that truth yeah um and sometimes you have those people in your life who are just like ignite that spark right like they get you going like they fire you up you know Mm -hmm. Chelsea and I also hear sometimes talking about stuff I'm like shit we should have been recording because like that was fire (laughs) right like you have those people in your life um, who make you want to dream bigger too. Yeah. And you need to like look at that as well. Um, but definitely we want to make sure you, you don't allow other people's opinions to keep you from working on your dreams. Like making mm-hmm. sure, like we were saying before, you are aligning yourself with the people who are going to propel you forward. Mm-hmm. Because all you have, everyone has the same like 365 days in a year. Yeah. So you can either sit there and do nothing and not get any further ahead mm-hmm. or you can take a step by step to get closer towards your goal yeah and that looks something that's different for everybody mm-hmm. right like it's not the same so for chelsea it might be you know she takes a step every day for me it might be a step every other day right but all the only thing that we can say is at least we're working towards it and yeah. that's what we want you to be able to do is want you to take whatever you're interested in or whatever you're invested in or whatever you want to do and just go towards that goal yeah yeah, like, um, understanding that any small, like, effort or any small commitment or stride forward towards your goal is valuable and it makes a difference. Um, and kind of like what you're talking about there, but everybody has the same 365 days. One of the common excuses that we heard from other people and that we both, like, can agree to is that oftentimes we use time as an mm-hmm. excuse not to do the things that we set out to do. Yes. Um, and I think that it's really important that... If time is one of your excuses and not doing things, you need to ask yourself, like, get really, first of all, get really, really clear on what your goal is and ask yourself if it's something that's really important to you. And if it is, if it's something that you truly, truly want for yourself, you will find the time. You have to Mm -hmm. make the time. And sometimes that means, like, moving around your schedule or committing to less things that are not aligned with that goal and creating more time for the things that are, um... And we'll kind of share a little bit of tips and advice on how we think you guys can accomplish that. But I think that that is one of the biggest, biggest excuses that people have is they don't have enough time. Absolutely. We all have as much time in the day as Beyonce, they say. (laughs) (laughs) I love that quote. Um, Yeah, we all have the exact same 24 hours in the day. It is entirely up to us what we choose to do with it. I mean, there are some people whose schedules are going to look different, whether you have kids, whether you work shift work or whatever the case is. But we all have the amount, the same amount of hours in a day. And there's ways to figure out how to get mm-hmm. the things that are important to you done. Yeah. And one of those things, like Chelsea was touching on, is you need to identify your time wasters. So tracking your social media time, mindless conversation, your leisure time. So like if you're going to the bar or TV, like watching TV, you know, playing video games, going out with friends, um, you know whatever that may look like to you things that you're doing to basically have an excuse or to like mindless thinking right Mm -hmm. to just like not have to think about the stuff that you really need to kind of like dig deeper into Mm -hmm. um but again also we want to make sure you know that that time though those things can also be um valuable and important to do right but in moderation so we're not saying like don't watch tv or don't go out with friends or um you know don't go to the bar or whatever it might be look like for you or don't go to the gym um 
but just make sure you're doing it in moderation while still staying committed to your goals. Like, mm-hmm. Chelsea and I both last night, we got together and we had, like, a, a games night, you know? Just something to de-stress, relax, and then come back the next day, like, more committed and more um, anticipated and ready to just, like, achieve those goals and hit those um, numbers or those limits or those, um, um, yeah, those personal yeah um, activities yeah I mean all of those things like complain to your self-care if it's going out to have a girl's night or if it's going out to or even just staying in and unwinding and watching a movie and stuff like that but if you're doing these things repeatedly every single day and then you're wondering why the hell you had no time to work on your business or no time to get to the gym for the workouts that you've made a goal of getting to then you need to be honest with yourself and I think that oftentimes what we do like I was saying to Brittany earlier guys when I have a goal that I'm working on or that I've decided that I'm setting out to do and I'm, I'm really scared of failing or I'm really scared of, you know, what's going to happen if I'm going to be judged. I almost create this like self-sabotage within myself by filling my calendar up with other things or like um, overworking myself even like in the home. Mm. So like all of a sudden I have a goal to like get to the gym five days a week. Well, all of a sudden all of the laundry needs to be done and all the baseboards needs to be cleaned and I need to be cleaning a toilet every single day and like this house needs to be spick and span and it's like these are just activities that I am partaking in that I'm using as excuses and they're sabotaging me. It's mm. a form of self-sabotage and it's it comes from that fear of failing. Well, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So it's the f- the suggest people's beliefs like so influence their actions right so when we um basically when we are predicting or expecting something to happen it's going to come true yeah because we believe it will mm-hmm. and then there that's how it goes right so we end up self-fulfilling that prophecy so we because we have this expectation or we're following it with our excuses it ends up becoming what we are already believed it will you're writing your own story with your thoughts, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And that's a big thing is you have to kind of, like, change your thoughts. And you have to, like, everybody, I've, I believe very much in, like, the power of affirmations. And I don't believe that affirmations alone um, are, like, effective. You have to have action alongside of it. But I think that every single day, if you can just, like, replay a story in your mind of what you want and see yourself having it and just, like, create this truth within yourself you're going to be more likely to actually get up and do the things and get to it because you can envision it. You can feel it. You can like taste it, whatever the case is. And then you're going to move. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you and your head are just sitting there rocking in the corner, scared because you think you're going to fail. And that's the only story you're replaying and replaying in your mind. You're going, you're going to self-sabotage yourself to set yourself up for that inevitable yeah. failure. You've convinced yourself is already going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think along with that, a lot of times we expect or we have this expectation that our goal will be fulfilled right away or like we want to go from like zero to 60 right so we want to go from like the beginning and we see other people doing the same thing or where they've now got to like or that end point mm-hmm. and we want to be there like asap right like aka like tummy tea detoxes etc we're talking about weight loss like we want to just like we want instant gratification yeah and what Even we in business things oh like yeah absolutely and what ends up happening is we want we want it now and that's our society these days and i think what's important is we need to track our progress mm-hmm. and stay and that helps us stay motivated because a lot of times i feel like we think we were, were no farther ahead than we were you know like one day ago two days ago a week ago a month ago a year ago but when we look back we realize how far we've come yeah and we and just that we need to stop judging and stop looking at our beginning or our middle and someone else's middle or someone else's end or whatever because like maybe we've only put in six months but they put in two years or whatever and we're like well why aren't we where they are yeah you know and it's like well i'll tell you why a b c d e f g right like they've done x amount of time longer their metabolism's this or they've you know, had X more hours or whatever the case may be, or started off with a higher, you know, um, amount of money to be able to invest into the company, right? Like there's so many other factors Mm -hmm. that we just can't look at other people's path or other people's success or other people's progress and compare it to our own. Yeah. We need to stay in our own lane, Mm -hmm. but we also need to track where we're at because if we don't track our own progress, we end up getting like sidetracked or feeling like defeated Mm -hmm. because we don't think we were where we should be for example super quick i ended up 
going in for another tattoo session and I started on um my interior arm so like between my armpit and like my elbow and it was like the most fucking pain and I was like dying like I was I was literally we first line starts I'm like fuck this shit like I cannot do it and throughout the whole session I was like this is crazy like I should be doing better and he's like honestly you're doing amazing and I'm like no like this isn't me like this is horrible like I should be better like this is not my expectation and he's like no you're doing better than a lot of people would be Mm -hmm. and I just thought it was so interesting because like I was basing the progress on what my expectations were but I'd never actually been through it so I didn't know Mm -hmm. how people normally react right so to to end up hearing from the tattoo artist that I was doing better than most or doing average or whatever the case was Mm -hmm. um I just it really kind of gave me that reality check and I think a lot of us just forget about that that you know we gotta stop like comparing or holding ourselves to a higher standard and just like be thankful for where we're at in the progress and in the process and just continue to progress forward yeah yeah a lot of the times that we set a goal for ourselves too like I think we I think we tend to forget that when we are creating these goals they're oftentimes the first time that we've set this goal for ourselves and we're doing it for the first time it's an unfamiliar thing and we don't know what we're doing and it's this ebb and flow and trial and error and we don't give ourselves the grace that we truly should be. Mm. And that oftentimes creates that um, discouragement. And then that's what that's why people quit. Because we think we should be at this spot. We think we should know how to do this already. We think it should come natural. Like, I know one thing for me, I really struggle with... I compare myself in, um, in every area of my life, but I'm just... We're talking about the gym a lot because it's just something that we both are really um, familiar with. But, like, training doesn't come natural to me. Training comes natural for a lot of people. And when I'm at the gym and I see myself, like, I am struggling, absolutely struggling. And then there are people who are just killing it. And I realize, like, I'm at my starting point. I'm doing this exercise for the first time, and it Mm. feels fucking weird. And then there's someone across the gym who's doing it and looks like they've been doing it for 10 years. But I don't know. Maybe they have been doing it for 10 years. Like, and I just put this pressure on myself that I should know what I'm doing. Why don't I know what I'm doing? Why does this feel so shitty? Like, why isn't this working as fast for me or as naturally for me as it is for them? And then we just get discouraged and then we don't want to show up anymore it's like new year's resolutions like mm-hmm. realistically like people go again talk about the gym like people go into the gym haven't been there for years and then just feel critiqued and they are and i'm not saying you're not critiqued because i think that people who are in there a lot of times they're very judgmental because they haven't worked on themselves and there's always going to be those people right have those vulnerabilities but like fuck the haters (coughs) like you know you're there you're showing up like you just need to be there for you yeah um you know and it's so yeah it's so hard to not think about all those other things and just like kind of like zone in on yourself yeah i think that's so important and i think to make another um you know piece of advice like when we're working towards our goal is to make it a part of your daily or weekly routine right so how you incorporate your goal um, focus task into your day to day life. So making sure that you're keeping it a sustainable goal. So whether it's going like, we're not saying like, in like Natalie kind of messaged on, like I've talked on, sorry, during our, that conversation, right? Like making sure if you're working on eating healthy, like you're not just jumping like zero to 60, like it's mm-hmm. something like one step at a time. Right. So mm-hmm. if you go to McDonald's three times a day, well, it's going to two times a day, then one time a day, right? Like having a sustainable goal, you know, yeah. working it into your daily life. And just having that focus. So, you know, if it's putting in 15 minutes of time at first into your company, you know, instead of watching 15 minutes of TV, you know, and then going to 30 minutes and then 45 minutes, like just making sure you're holding yourself accountable to that, but also that it's a sustainable amount at the same time. Yeah. Breaking your goals down, like into the smaller achievable steps too. Yes. I think that when we, like we talked on that all or nothing thing, like 
something for me when I started my business was like, oh my God, all of a sudden now I need to get all the software. I need to do all of these things. I need to like invest all this money and buy all of this stuff right now. And I need to get a photographer and get like headshots and get all this stuff. Mm. And I'm like, slow your roll. Like, no, what you need to do is you need to really get clear on the small steps that you can do in the next 30 days that are going to get you closer to this mile marker. Yeah. And in, um, I've mentioned this book already before, but Rachel Hollis's Girl Stop Apologizing, she talks about that, breaking down your goals into like the mile markers and then the little things along the way. And one of the really, the most important things to you guys is I feel like so many of us, when we have these goals, we create these to-do lists and we just kind of want to check them off with like, we check off the most like, mundane silly things just to say that we did things but something that's really important is learning how to do the most important task first and I the term for this is eat that frog actually it's by um it's a book titled eat that frog by Brian Tracy but he talks about the importance of doing the thing that we dread the most but that is going to have the most impact on our goal first first thing in the day getting that over with because then if that's all that we've done like we've made we've taken a big bite out of our goal um and that was something that was really tough for myself to learn and I think it is really tough for anybody to learn how to do that because it's about getting uncomfortable again it's that first it's that big scary frog and uh, we just have to learn how to take a bite out of that first before doing all the silly little things um like make a to-do list check that off your to-do list and like I'm a to-do list person I am too but like I always write the small petty things and I don't know if you do this I can't remember which podcast I was listening to when they called me out and I felt personally attacked (laughs) (laughs) but I will write a to-do list and I will write down things that I've already Mm. done to have something to check off I do that on my calendar isn't that fucking weird that we do that but it's like we even though we've done it already we want to write it down make it known that I've done this even if I don't do anything else that I just wrote I at least did that it's an excuse realistically when you look at it right like because you're like well I may not get to all these things so here's that fear here's that vulnerability I'm gonna put this on the list because I can say I've already done something yeah I do it all the time so I've stopped when I make to-do lists now, it's like, if it's something silly, like making a phone call, like, I won't even put it on my to-do list anymore. Like, that, if it's something like checking my email or, like, writing, you know, my scheduling, my content, like, those are the inevitable things. Like, that is stuff that I, like, I, I, I need to be doing consistently on a regular basis. It doesn't need to be on my to-do list because then I'm just doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So I write the bigger things on my to-do list because then I know, like, I do my regular tasks every single day and then the things that are on my to-do list are those frogs. They're the things that, like, maybe feel uncomfortable and are a little bit bigger, um, bigger tasks, but those are the things that are actually going to push me forward. Right. And by doing them first thing, it doesn't give you the chance to make the excuses. And I think that's super important, right? Like, you don't have the... You're not sitting there, like, stewing on it or, like, thinking, like, okay, well, I have to do this today, but, like, maybe if I just, like, spend time with my kids and I... Well, I have to make supper, so I I mean, like, realistically, I, I may not have the time or whatever. Like, no, you get it done first thing and it's out of the way and then you don't have the chance to make excuses for it. Yeah. And I think that's super important, so... And even if it... Even if that big task did take you, like, a long time to do or, you know, the build-up to it took a long time to do, at least you got that massive thing done. And then the little things that fell through the cracks are little. And they can be, like, you can pick up those pieces at another time. But getting, like, if you're just going to continually, like, push the big goal to the side, like, let's say you're, Mm -hmm. like, let's say for, I'm going to use a business example here, but, like, for me, I know for a while I... Um, wanted to launch a course, like my first course. So when I wanted to launch my first course, I would like put on my to-do list. Okay. I need to write the content. I need to, um, record the videos. I need to design the graphics and like all that stuff. And I would do the stupid little things first, like play with the fonts and design the Mm. graphics and make sure the title page was super, super pretty. And then three hours later, I realized I hadn't written a stitch of content or recorded a training video. And it's like, wow, I just really wasted my time. Whereas if I would have actually done the core work first, like if I would have done the recordings, done the trainings and gotten that stuff done, like the beefy stuff, I would have had a fully put together product 
And then I could have just done the, the design work after. Like, the silly little stuff, right? Like, so that was something for me, like, a three-day process turned into, like, three weeks. And then eventually I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I ended up outsourcing, actually, the title, the graphics. Because I was like, I, if I do this myself, I'm going to be playing around with it forever. Well, it's, but, start, it's part of your insecurities, right? Like, you're now making that excuse because like, you don't want to get to that part that's going to be vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to – you don't want to get there. You don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I even know when I started like my online store and, you know, doing more like my, um, e-commerce business, I was like, well, I don't have like the shadow box and I don't have like the shoe horns or whatever those stupid things are called. And like, I don't have X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Like I didn't have lights, you know? And, um, I remember reading someone's post on Instagram and they were like, I just started with what I had. Mm-hmm. And you just build from there and you just build and build and build. And it takes a lot of time. But you, if you, if I would have never started, like if I would have just been like, well, I need this first. I need that first. Like I would have never got to that point because I would have been stuck in doing what I thought I need, needed to do to be successful when real, realistically I was already working towards it by just doing what it doing what I could with what I had. Yeah. So, I mean, I took flat lays, um, which is basically like a flat image for people who don't know, um, on a surface on my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And I'd stand above it and i try and like work the picture and I didn't have a shadow box. So anytime I had shoes that I wanted to photograph, like I would do it in like one of my kids, like cubby holes where I held like their toys. So I'd take out the, the bin of toys and I'd like dust it out and I'd take a picture in there. Like it'd be like a white box looking area for shoes. Um, and I even used a wall that wasn't white at first until I, I learned like about uh, search engine optimization, how like white background was better and all that stuff, right? Like I started off with a mannequin that I bought for like 40 bucks and then I realized, well, people like hanging images better and like to use stock photos and all this stuff, right? And it's so crazy but like I learn as I go and now it's funny because like the purchases you know if I look at like my my first investment I, I invested $900 um and I think I probably only spent like 400 on inventory of that like mm-hmm. it's crazy you know like 500 was on like other things that I really didn't need you know, I really didn't need hangers or I really didn't need, like, racks. But you convince yourself that you do. You can, yes, you convince yourself, like, this is absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't get this and it's not, like, I got Vistaprint, like, business cards and, like, um, thank you cards. And, like, the funny thing is, is, like, the thank you cards now, like, I cut them in half because, like, the other path, the portion that I wrote on there is, like, fucking useless because I don't need it for, like, the avenues I use to sell my product and... Um, I ended up painting the wall white and I got a hook, which is like a dollar. So like, why well, I really didn't need the mannequin because people don't care for like the mannequin, like the, the item on a mannequin. They prefer just like on a hanger, right? Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that. It's just like, it's so ridiculous, but you end up doing all these things because it's like an excuse to make you think like you can only be successful if. Yeah. Dot, it's dot, it's dot. like people with a gym though, that you can't get healthy because you don't have a gym membership. Like absolutely that's fucking bullshit (laughs) but you convince yourself right it's anything that can keep you within that safety zone or like Mm -hmm. in that safety net your excuses like we said like your excuses keep you feeling safe Mm -hmm. why i even had a gym member i still have a gym membership and i'm like well i can't go because i have to do business work on like my lunch hours or you know i well i my runners don't fit properly or (laughs) you know just like the stupid you're like get fucking serious like get real yeah. Like, can someone smack me in the face? Like, like smack myself <laughs> in the face. Chelsea's going to do it, guys. Don't worry. But, no, it's, like, that's what happens. Like, you just end up finding these little, like, nitpicking almost, like, these reasons why yeah. um, you shouldn't do it. But when you can call yourself out and you can actually admit to yourself that you are making up excuses, that's when you can take the power back. And that's when you can say, like, okay, like, I, this is not going to be an excuse anymore. I'm not going to justify this anymore. I'm going to do what I have to to work around this. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna say these words out loud anymore. Like, and then I like there's there's so many different things that you can do but like another thing too is um kind of creating like an opposition to what you're saying so like for example like I don't have time for this try saying like this isn't a priority and like see how that tastes in your mouth you know what I mean say Um, no yeah I think that sometimes you need to just like switch your language and sometimes that alone is like 
the shock that you need to be like, okay, I've been like this. I'm using this as an excuse, and it's it's time to like cut it loose. So, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. And for me, that means like I have to cancel my gym membership, and I'm still paying the fee, and it's horrible because. I'm just not going to use it. And right now it's not my priority yeah. to be honest. Right? Well, if you can say that it's not your priority, like there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong mm-hmm. with saying that something is not your priority at this time, but just like lying to yourself and saying that you're going to make time and you're going to make whatever yeah. you're just like prolonging, you know, and then that also creates like insecurities within yourself. But if you can just honestly say like, this isn't a priority right now, that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be on your A game in mm-hmm. every aspect all of the time. Right. But I think, and as, like, a woman speaking, like, I want to keep my gym membership because I feel like it at least, I don't want to say holds me accountable, but, like, thank God for body positivity. And, like, you guys all saw me show up on my Instagram feed with an on-go in, like, a bra and underwear and just, like, love where I'm at. And, you know, like, the me two years ago, that wasn't, wouldn't have been a thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I was pregnant. I'm like, fuck, I look fat. And I, I was, I was pregnant. Like, I mean, you, you know, and I'm like critiquing how much weight I've gained. Like, Absolutely. Bleh, like disgusting, you know, um, to the point where I, I, you know, I, I didn't have, um, an eating disorder, but I had like a disordered eating, mm-hmm. right. Um, a little bit different, but same thing. And I still have it, um, to this day. And it's like the all or nothing thing where like, I can't. Um, I could, you know, I gotta be all in or it's it. Like mm-hmm. I, I gotta either count calories and allow myself those like cheats, quote unquote cheats, you guys. Uh, I don't know if you can see me doing this, but like, I can't like have some healthy meals and then like, sh- like, you know, like eat something like not as healthy and not feel guilty about it. Yeah. Like my eating habits are so disordered and like it, it just leads to too much like, self-critiquing and like body image issues and like I'm just like you know what like yeah I want to go to the gym yes I want to be strong yes I want to work out and I want to I think it's important to move your body don't get me wrong like I 100% agree like I want to do it but at the same time I also want to just love where I'm at and Mm -hmm. like right now like my priority is doing that like I want my daughter to know and I want my son to know, like, you need to move your body. You need to exercise. It's important. It's healthy. But at the same time, I also want them to know, like, you need to love your body regardless, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and for me, like, that's more my priority, right? Like, I've come to this point where, like, I'm okay with showing up in my bra and underwear and not looking, you know, like like I could be in a magazine Mm -hmm. like I was before. Or critiquing, critiquing other people's bodies because I don't think they're, they, they've leveled up. Yeah. Or they've measured up. I'm just like, go fuck yourself. Like, who am I, you know? But, mm-hmm. like, no matter what, like, you'll always get those messages or those comments no matter what. Like, so if you're competing and you're, like, you know, you're just not there. Or, you know, you're body positive and you're just like not there you know like regardless if you're going to be vulnerable and you're going to show up there's going to be someone who's going to say something yeah and just letting it slide and, you know yeah i think that your goals and like your desires for yourself and your priorities evolve as you as a person evolve mm-hmm. and your mindset's going to change and the things that you want are going to change and your excuses are going to change along with that But I think if you can just get really clear on, like, what it is you truly want to accomplish, what it takes to actually accomplish that, keep yourself focused and aligned with people who um, support those goals for you and uh, with you and understand you and, and really just, like, forget about what anybody else has to say. Like we said, if they're not in the arena with you, like, their opinion does not matter. And um, ask for help when you need it. Ask for Mm. support if you need it. Like... If you, if you find that time is one of your struggles, ask someone to pick up the slack in another area of your life so you can accomplish the th- things that you want to do. Like, yes. It's okay. You know, some people feel like it's, they're being selfish by wanting to do things for themselves and accomplish goals. And, and sometimes, like, that means other areas of your life are not going to be, like, 
as on point when you're focusing on something else and asking for help to pick up the slack in those areas or just letting the slack go in general in those areas sometimes like is a-okay like that is completely safe and acceptable um but what's not acceptable is living your whole entire life with the excuses and getting to the day where it's too late and wishing that you had done something Mm, yeah no regrets. <laughs> I got called out on that post a few times. People were like, I don't think that's actually how it is in the movie. Um, no, but but for real. Like, even for example, um, last week I came home Monday. Every Monday, guys, I play volleyball. Okay. So, typical, every Monday I get home, I'm supposed to go to volleyball, and Tyler's like, I gotta go pick up an order. I'm like, no. You know, like, Send up yourself sometimes. Like, I'm like, I have volleyball. Like, it's every Monday. You know, he goes to the gym multiple times a week. He waits till the kids are in bed. Like, I appreciate that. Like, he's there. He's supportive. He he does, you know, like, he, I don't want to say he does his role, but, like, he helps out. Like, we work as a team to, like, accomplish that task, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the gym. Um, and I guess I could go after or go earlier, but that's not my schedule. Like, I'm not a nighttime gym worker outer. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's how I'll put it, you know? But Monday nights are nights for me. Yeah. And that's a one night a week. I Like, I step onto that volleyball court and, like, let me tell you, I don't think of a damn fucking thing other than that ball hitting the ground. Yeah. It does not matter. Like, I, I it's all the game. And some jokes and some laughs and some fun because I play with a great group of group of girls. And he was, like, mad that I had to go play volleyball. And I was like, no. Like, no. We can find another option. Like, yeah. slow your roll. We'll figure it out. But, like, also, no, like, this is the one day a week I do something for myself. And I'm not asking, you know, for a lot. I'm asking for one day. I'm asking for just, like, a little bit of time. For me to go relax. Yeah. Right? Like, the two places I can step onto and do something where I don't think about anything else are the, the court and the ice. Yeah. And that's it. Right? So, it's just knowing, you know, and just, like, just knowing what your goal is. And, like, at on Mondays, like, the goal, I go into the week or go into the weekend and knowing, like, the goal is for me to just, like, have that time to myself where I can just, like, de-stress and, like flush everything else out and just like do something for myself like I'm not I don't step on that court as like a mother or a wife or a business owner I step on the court as Brittany you know Brittany Ness really to be honest like I step on that court as like me like who I am this is me no strings attached yeah and like I'm not giving that up for anybody else and I'm sorry but this is my time to be selfish and I'm gonna embrace it and there's no excuses to go to with that you know so it's, like, also at the same time, like, your excuse can sometimes be other people. You just want to make sure you're remembering that you own up to where you're at, to who you are, to what you want, and just letting people know. I'm not saying be rude. I'm not saying be disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, just make sure that people are also accountable. Like, they know, like, hey, you knew mm-hmm. this was planned. Like, this is Advocate my time. Right? Advocate. Yeah. Like, just make sure you're letting people know, like. I'm showing up for me right now. I'm sorry that you have other plans, but, like, this was in the books. I'm not saying, like, oh, like, <laughs> hey, you have plans for 8 o'clock. At 7.55, I made plans for myself. Like, you snooze, yeah. you lose. But, like, no, this is, a, this is a like, a standing reservation. Yeah, almost, like, set an expectation with the people in your life. Like, this is what I'm working to accomplish. This is what it's going to look like for me. Like, I need your support on this end. Yeah. And, yeah, ultimately advocating for yourself. 100%. Um, you know, and just making sure that you take that time. Like, so for me, like, that's that hour at the, um, on the court. But also, it could be anything. Like, so whether it's, like, the five minutes you get after your kids go to bed, if you're reading, like, a book to, like, propel your career, or you have 45 minutes to, you know, put up some listings or to go to the gym or whatever it is. Like, just making sure, like, any small amount of time that you can dial into your goal is valuable, right? And mm-hmm. it, you can make a difference when you use that time intentionally. So. Mm-hmm don't discredit 5, 10, 15 minutes. No. It's still valuable. Yeah, it's still getting you 15 minutes or whatever step closer to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that 15 minutes, you know, um, 15, 20, even 20 minutes, like four times a day, right? Like that's 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
This is our longest episode ever, Britt. Is it really? Yeah, we've been talking. Oh, shit. No, no, not, no, not oh, shit. It's a good I feel thing. bad for you guys. No, I'm sorry obviously. if you guys have listened, you're like, this should have ended earlier, but. We're having fun talking about it. Obviously, we have a lot to say, but <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll kind of dial in you guys into like just the tips and advice. We're just going to go over essentially what we said before and like mm. just remind you of what you can do if you find excuses are creeping up on you and just like how to take control of them um, and how to essentially just blow them up and and get shit done that you actually want to be doing. So one of the big things you guys is embracing the discomfort, like realize that that uncomfortable, like that feeling of discomfort, that feeling of fear, it means that you're working on something big. It means that you're working towards something that's really worthwhile. The next tip would be not to allow other people's opinions to keep you from working on your dreams. So kind of like what we mentioned before, you guys, like Brene Brown says, if someone's not in the arena also getting their ass kicked, you should have no interest in their feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, something else too, you guys, is to get really clear on what your goal actually is. Understand what you're actually working towards. Then you can break down your goals into smaller, more achievable steps. And we want to start by doing the most important things first. So those uncomfortable, big things that you want to avoid yeah. naturally you want to eat that frog. So you guys pick up that book, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. It'll explain the value of doing that. Those kind of daunting big things first. Um, tracking your progress. So figuring out where you've gotten, where you were at, where you started. Just personally tracking your progress along the way versus looking at other people's. and Just getting motivated that way. Self-motivation, essentially. We didn't touch on this one. Um, multi, yes, avoid multitasking, you guys. It can hurt you. I know we all want to do everything at the same time mm-hmm. and we want to balance mm-hmm. everything. But if you have, if you're dipping your eggs in all of these different baskets, like there's no way you're going to excel and get them done effectively. Focus, be laser focused on your one goal and everything else may fall behind a little bit or you may need to, you know, step back in some areas, but just like be focused on that one specific goal. Yeah, I remember you mentioned something to me about like the fact that you were trying to like work out of the gym and also was it study or Yeah, like if you are like let's say you're studying for a midterm, all of a sudden like are you gonna get into a fitness competition like while you're studying for a midterm or I mean you... I've done it <laughs> vulnerability again. <laughs> but like in those senses you're gonna really just be stressing yourself out and then you're not gonna be able to thrive and really be honed in on on those goals like there's nothing wrong with like you know being multi-passionate and wanting to do a bunch of stuff but you know sometimes sometimes something's going to need to be a hobby while the other thing takes precedent um you need to really be focused on it so try to avoid multitasking absolutely i agree and let me preface this or i guess like post no i'm just i don't know what the word should be follow up (laughs) yeah follow up um by saying like i did all those things at one time and put my eggs in all the baskets dipped them everywhere all full of colors all sorts of things because i was afraid of failure Mm -hmm. so and when we talked about that in the beginning right like i did all the things at once because i had an excuse if i failed to measure up to make myself level up with everyone else to be like it's okay because you had so many things i had all these things going on or like well i was really working toward this goal so like that's why this one fell apart so like don't do what i did if you have the chance like please do not allow yourself to fall into that aspect of like pile 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 because i can tell you right now it all comes falling down oh crash what are those memes like where it's like it's snowing. Bob sees that it's snowing outside. Bob doesn't tell everybody because Bob knows that people have windows. Be like Bob. It's like one of those things where... Don't be like Brittany. Don't be like Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> I see those memes all the time. I just think they're funny. I don't... Be like, be like Brittany, actually. Brittany's great. No. Not in that no. aspect. No. no. Don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that thing, please. Okay. Anyway, segue once again. Um, dun, dun, dun. Uh, identify your time wasters. So if you're not getting shit done, ask yourself, like, where have you been spending that valuable time? What have you been doing instead? Get real with yourself. Um, audit yourself. Figure out how much time you've been wasting. And... Mindless conversation, like, on our podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's all relevant, I swear. Yeah. Um, Instagram, Facebook, TV, video games, going out to the bar, drinking, 
those are all things where we can mindlessly waste our time um, and in moderation. So don't forget, self-care is important, but like we can waste our time doing those things because we're playing into that excuse level, right? Yeah. Um, making something a part of our routine. Yeah. How can you incorporate your goal-focused tasks into your day-to-day life to make it more sustainable and just become a habit? And then in order to do that, you guys, ask for help when you need it. If you need to create some more pockets of time in your day, and that means asking someone to pick up your kids or asking them to take them for a few hours or asking your spouse to do the dishes or do the chores or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like outsource (laughs) that shit. Like do what you got to do to create some more time. Sometimes it's not about finding time in your day. Like sometimes maybe you actually have like exerted all of your time options by doing all of the things. Maybe it just means passing the buck to somebody yeah. else. I think sometimes, too, like, it comes from, like, an aspect of, like, having to be in control. Mm-hmm. And we take to take that step back and realize, like, we don't need to be in control. This is something we can delegate to somebody else or to, an, like, another company to do so for us. Mm-hmm. And allow us that ability to free us more time. Because time is the new currency. Time is valuable. Time is money. You never get that time back. No. Absolutely. Um, and like we said, you guys just understand like any small stride forward is a stride forward. Mm. Don't get discouraged if things aren't happening for you as fast as you thought that they would or as fast as they did for somebody else. Like just make sure that you're using your time intentionally and you are actually making moves towards your goal and just keep going. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. But that is all of our tips, you guys, for today. We kind of weaved them into all of our talking earlier. But we hope that you can take away some value from those. Um, The key is vulnerability. Really, like, it leads to everything. Like, it leads to your excuses. It leads to your ability to succeed. It's so important. And, it, um, you know, we talked about, you know, reading that book, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. But also looking into Brene Brown. Mm -hmm. Um, She's got a couple um, TED Talks. She has... uh, multiple books um that we are going to link and we have an amazon account it'll be in the show notes um that we will link as well so you can get those copies there um along with rachel hollis books and brian tracy and all those things that we touch about like so you can access those resources um but just making sure that you um read up on that and follow up on you know looking into why you're making the excuses for yourself and Mm -hmm. not allowing yourself to succeed understanding the root of where your excuses come from too that just really puts you back in the in the driver's seat so um that's it for today you guys we just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode make sure that you subscribe and you keep tuning in to future episodes we love hearing from you so let us know what you thought of this episode um and you know me getting vulnerable crying (laughs) Chelsea holding my hand I know you guys all can't couldn't see that but uh it happened I swear Mm -hmm. and uh cross my fingers (laughs) cross my heart that's what it is I'm not my fingers and if there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions you want answered send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes or send us a dm and just you know let us know your thoughts and remember to tell your friends about the show and don't forget (laughs) Oh, <laughs>